0: There were so many brands that had respectable and noteworthy 2021s, from Arcterics to New Balance, Rick Owens to Balenciaga. All of these brands and more probably deserve their very own podcast episode dissecting and looking at why they were so successful in the calendar year 2021. But for today's episode of the Beyond the Garment podcast, I want to talk about three brands or three companies in specific. Adidas, nike and new balance respectively. i believe that these are three incredible titans within the apparel industry and fashion while nike and adidas being the two biggest um probably two of the biggest apparel companies ever if you don't know me my name is drew joiner welcome to this podcast a lot of you know me as drew what it do on over on youtube and maybe you even know me from tiktok so let's start this conversation by asking and looking at you know who had the best 2021 amongst these three companies I do have a bit of a bias because obviously when it comes to you know uh, consumer goods, fashion goods, like we all have our preferences. We all have the things that we enjoy more so than some of the other things. But in my opinion, I think that the brand or the company that had the clear best 2021 in terms of just relevance within the culture um, has to be New Balance. I think New Balance was probably the most exciting brand of 2021. I think that they had the and kind of highest kind of climb in the rankings in 2021. And I think the 550, one of their recently kind of revitalized silhouettes as well as the new balance 2002 r were two absolutely incredible culture defining sneakers for 2021 nike also had a very strong year with the nike dunk low as well as their kind of showcasing with jordan brand and what they did with the jordan one and the jordan three and the different collaborations that they had and and all of those things i think nike had a very prominent year as well probably even more so than new balance i feel like those nike items i think I think StockX said that the dunk, I think dunks were like the most sold sneaker on their platform. And then you have obviously, you know, Adidas. And what Adidas has done, I think has fallen behind both New Balance and Nike in terms of this kind of proverbial uh it's it's kind of like the proverbial third fiddle amongst these three companies, even though it's still a giant. From Adidas's standpoint, I think their form low is probably the most popular shoe model of 2021. You also have Sambas, which you know, I think there were even 2020 Sambas were were gaining popularity late 2020 and trickled into 2021. But with Adidas, they didn't really have as much kind of relevance as New Balance and Nike did. And I think for this episode, it's important to kind of talk about these three companies in specific, because I feel like moving forward within the next two years, at the very least, these are the companies that are going to most important in footwear in a way. And by footwear, I just mean affordable lifestyle sneakers, really like this, this, this section of footwear, Affordable lifestyle sneakers is a section of footwear that I think the majority of people engage in, right? Like whether you are a dad or you're a 20-year-old or a 15 or a 35-year-old, I think the, these kind of companies touch all of our lives versus maybe like going more nuanced with designer brands or very like nuanced kind of brands. I think these three are very, very prevalent, So let's start off by looking at New Balance and what I think that will happen with them in 2022. So first and foremost, I think the biggest kind of news about New Balance in 2022 has to be this New Balance early year, their current lawsuit that's going on. And if you don't know about this lawsuit, it's essentially the lawsuit is trying to shed some light, excuse me, on the Made in USA marketing and material makeup of made in USA New Balances. The crux of the lawsuit is that essentially five consumers are calling bluff on the fact that 100% of made in USA or made in US New Balances are actually made in US. And so basically, uh, there's a lawsuit that says, hey, um, we're finding that not 100% of the made in US New Balance sneakers or products are actually 100% made in the US. And that, that actual number is closer to 70% rather than 100%, which to me is like kind of crazy. I think it, it could be a defining moment for New Balance in terms of like their popularity within this current wave of, of style and fashion. Will this lawsuit derail a little bit of that momentum that they've been building on if they've been lying to the public about the fact that their goods are made in the U.S. when they're really not? <laughs> we'll see what happens with the lawsuit, what ends up happening. It's not It's not very talked about right now. I think I saw it first a couple days ago, and I've, I just saw another article about it. Um, but we will see what ends up happening with the, the company with the big N, <laughs> New Balance. <laughs> but... Barring any crazy news about New Balance and um, or anything consequential with the lawsuit, barring anything like that, I think New Balance will continue to build on that momentum that they've built in 2020 and 2021. And continue to move forward in 2022. In fact, I did a poll on my personal YouTube community poll and I asked the audience, like, what do you guys think? Who Of, of these three brands, Nike, Adidas, and New Balance, who's going to have the biggest year? Because I wanted to know. And overwhelmingly, I think 50, 60% people said New Balance. And then maybe like 20% or 30% said Nike and very, very few said Adidas, right? So I think people have a lot of expectation for New Balance moving forward in 2022. And I do too. I think that unless New Balance oversaturates kind of the product offerings that they carry, I believe that they'll have a strong 2022. And as long as they bring or introduce one or two more just dynamite colorways or dynamite uh, styles or silhouettes uh, that they could bring out, I think that will really push them into once again, the conversation for one of the most relevant sneaker brands or footwear brands in and. 22. And the thing about oversaturation, I don't think it's intrinsically bad for a company to have a bit of oversaturation. In fact, all it does is make their pockets a little bit bigger. But as a consumer, there's two sides to the coin of oversaturation. The first side is, you know, if you're someone who's an early adapter or early adopter, excuse me, to a particular model, what ends up happening is that, uh, as more pairs get rolled out, the special feeling that you felt by acquiring a particular shoe kind of dwindles because of the fact that everyone else around you also has the ability to acquire said shoe, right? It's just a, a part of being able to have a limited good. Like if it's not limited, sometimes that it loses a bit of the luster, but that's a conversation for another day. Obviously, you should wear the things that you enjoy no matter what. Now, the other side to that coin is... You know, the more people who have access to it, the people who didn't have access, now that they have access, they are pleased because now they have access to a shoe or an item of clothing or whatever it may be. That they didn't have access to before and that brings them joy that brings them happiness to be able to engage in a community and to own an item of clothing that represents them in their style regardless i think new balance will more more than likely be number one or number two or number three you know up there it'll be up there in the conversation when it comes to companies that are also uh doing a good job as well in 2022 as the year closes out we'll see we'll see what happens but i think new balance will have another strong year essentially Now let's switch gears and talk about Nike for a moment. I think that they're in a very interesting position as it relates to how they can captivate us once again in 2022, like they did for a lot of us in 2021. With the passing of Virgil Abloh and the controversy surrounding Travis Scott, they essentially lost their Mew and Mewtwo, or their Anthony Davis and their LeBron, or their Anakin Skywalker and Yoda. And you you get what I'm saying, right? (laughs) Uh, I think dunks are still very popular. Jordans are also still very, very popular. But I think it's a bit unclear what model will be the king of the swoosh in 2022. Will it continue to build off of that same kind of 2020-2021 momentum with dunks and Jordans? Whether there be a new colorway with for those that will just set it off? Will it be kind of a, a redesign of one of those models that will set it off? That's kind of the direction it's been in for the last you know four or five years, it seems like. I do think people are a bit fatigued from Jordan 1s. Um, I think they felt that fatigue, especially in 2021. So I don't know if the Jordan 1 will be as prominent as it was in you know, early 2021, especially with, you know, before the release of the, of the neutral grays, I feel like Jordan ones were still just some of the hottest shoes you could buy, you'd try to buy some they'd sell out and they'd, the prices would be skyrocketed already. But what I also think will be relevant in 2022 for Nike and for Adidas, because they're both kind of dabbling in this world already, is NFTs. And if you haven't seen Nike's acquired, I think one or several companies um, that they want to move forward with in creating kind of their digital catalog, their digital backlog for non-fungible tokens and digital assets within sneakers and fashion. We'll see what The world looks like as it relates to fashion nfts and with nike and adidas being some of the biggest companies i feel like they're always gonna try to headline and be ahead of the curve as it relates to trends happening within the industry and i think nfts and digital assets is really fascinating and like i said it probably deserves its very own podcast episode even though i talked a little bit about it in a previous episode lastly talking about adidas i think adidas as well similarly to nike probably needs to make a bit of a splash in the way that new balance has in the last two years and sometimes you need to have moments and periods and times when you're just not the hottest and not the most relevant so that you can have that comeback season so you can have the moments where people are talking about you and everyone's impressed by what you've done and have you just have those lows so you can have those highs as well and I think adidas is in a low in a way right now, and I'm curious to see what twenty twenty two becomes or what becomes of twenty twenty two for adidas because to me uh adidas has been the kind of one of the most irrelevant companies recently that I've seen you know in the last two years. Even though it's huge and it's relevant to a lot of people, but in the kind of spaces and things I'm looking at and, and, and fashion and all the things I'm looking at, Adidas just hasn't been present like Nike and New Balance has. To spice it up, I think they'd either need probably a new collaboration with a brand that's on the come up or you know something that will just spice things up, maybe um, a new model of footwear. I think the Forum Low was a, a good resurgence, but I think it was a tier below the resurgence of, you know, Jordans after the last dance. And it was just a tier below the 550, which was such a really interesting new silhouette compared to the form low and even compared to other shoes by Nike. I think that one of the biggest or maybe the one of the the, the saving graces of New Balance for 2022, and we'll see, could be, uh, you know, this Jerry Lorenzo work this how do i want to say it jerry lorenzo (laughs) is going to be jerry lorenzo and his work with the brand right i think jerry has been someone who's had his ups and had his downs just like adidas has and i feel like once again i think jerry is also in kind of a lull not to say he doesn't really understand the what's happening in fashion i think he's a definitely an influencer of what takes place in the industry and has been for years but just less so in 2021 and 2022 as I've seen, so I'm really curious to see kind of what Jerry and, and Adidas end up doing. What I've initially seen is just a screen printed hoodie, and I'm not impressed by that very much. So we'll see if footwear comes out. I'm excited to see about that. I think uh, what Fear of God is doing and Jerry Lorenzo, and like I think the, I think they still have a lot of energy and a lot of interesting aspects. And I'm curious to see if Jerry can resurrect in a way Adidas from the depths that they're in to become relevant and prominent again in 2022. I could probably also talk about Mr. West, Mr. Fresh, Mr. Best, Kanye. (laughs) Talk about Kanye for a moment too. I think what the Yeezy line has done over the last years is also kind of in tandem with why Adidas has been a little bit less relevant. Um, I think Kanye West as a designer has had and as an individual, has had ups and downs in terms of his perception in the media. And I think he's in a good place right now with public perception in media right now. I think the footwear that's coming out of the Yeezy camp is very interesting. Um, some of the best footwear, in my opinion, like foam runners and things, are, are, are still very, very popular, unattainable, and still look really good. Um, but I also think that there's a certain perception about adidas and yeezy right now that may be similar to like supreme even though supreme has had a bit of a resurgence but i think you know in in, in 2018 when people started looking back at supreme you know 2015 2016 2017 2012 years like they maybe had a different perception of it and i think we're in that moment right now with yeezy as well just with just how things have gone and, and who wears Yeezy and things like that. Um, so it's um, I still think Kanye West and what Yeezy are doing is really innovative, and I think it's, it's still like very um, influential as well. But I just don't think it has the same foothold. It has a foothold, but it ha- doesn't have the same foothold as Nike and New Balance did in 2021. So we'll see if it can garner a greater foothold in 2022. Um, but I think Yeezy will always be something that's pretty popular it's kind of a steady kind of popular popular brand that helps adidas also and brings a different kind of flair to what adidas has to offer that's just my opinion there might be someone who's like in love with kanye west and the love with adidas and the love in love with jerry lorenzo and think that they had the best 2021 um, but from my perspective there's a lot of work that needs to be done in terms of kind of regaining that you know relative relative um popularity within the zeitgeist. <laughs> but the buck shouldn't in there. What do you think? Let me know uh, either through DM, uh, through the podcast's Instagram or on Twitter. Um, I would love to hear your thoughts about this. And as always, I'm spreading peace, love and positivity in 2022. So that means I'm spreading peace, love and positivity to you, wherever you are in the world. Have a wonderful rest of your day. I'll see you next time. Abianto. leave a five star review if you enjoy if you're enjoying these episodes send me a dm on what i can improve on i'll see you guys next week